re-listen and absorb it. He wasn't circumcised. It was big, and it was like a hook. Okay, ooh, I love Forrest Gump. I'm not looking for anything to go quicker. Hello and welcome. We are back from the BallerLifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. I'm the host. You know that already unless you're new. Are you new? If you're if you're new, reach out and say hi. You can email us mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Voicemail 949-464-TBLS. We also have a Facebook page. Facebook group. Just search the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. And of course, go to iTunes. Do rate, review the show. I'm not going to rant about the pussies that gave us one-star reviews. Done that too many weeks in a row. Five-star review only. And if you... See, I'm starting to do it. I'm starting to do it. I'm not going to do it. Uh, Episode 219 of the program... Very, very special program. Um, for, it's weird that last week we had we had a, someone reach out, someone from Kansas, Kennard, I believe his name was in Kansas, reach out with a, a long, uh, very heartfelt email in defense of our treatment of our pop culture correspondent, Fancy Sauce, and that we don't give her enough time always rushing her along and he said many many people fast forward forward through the early part of the show when Ed Daly and myself are being all hilarious just to get to her segment and I get it like she's she's a lady she's abroad and it's kind of nice to hear a lady's voice on the show um, so I you know I like that part too but She's not here this week. She is waylaid by business. So we're hoping to have another female on the show who has been on before and gets a lot of response. People on Twitter uh, and Facebook, people reach out to me, private message, and they're like, when are you going to have Lisa Bizzle on the show again? She's Canadian. You can ask her about Canadian stuff. Um, and everybody loves when she comes on the show. We can ask her about her cousin Daryl's skidoo, all that stuff. So in for Fancy Sauce today, later in the program, we will have Lisa Bizzle, in case you're one of those people that fast-forwards just to hear a woman speaking on the show. Uh, joining me now, as always, of course, it's Ed Daily. Ed, what's up, buddy? Uh, not much. Just, uh, just grinding out the, uh... The parenting, coaching stuff, and how's uh, that going? You dealing with the other parents? This is baseball, so now, yeah. but this is like this is uh, coach pitch. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know coach pitch. I used to do coach pitch. So I was this the, is I was pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. I I I, I will pitch, or yeah. you know, I'll be the one, um, you know, helping them with their stances, like yeah. as it's going on, like the the you know, constantly you're you're on the field, so you're constantly like pointing where they go and everything. So it's really basic. And this weekend went against another team coached by some dad oh, no. 
who was like serious was like arguing like the bad news bears guy (laughs) vic morrow he was so the the rule is three outs or five runs and then you switch sides yep i know that rule so i think his team had scored four in the inning and a kid hit a three-run homer yeah and he's arguing that the uh the scoreboard guy only gave him five runs on the inning right and it's like, yeah, it's a five-run cap. And he's like, but play, it was still in play. Oh, and he's no. all angry. Oh, no. And he's like, come on. And, oh, and I, no. I, I, got, I got close to him, and I go, buddy, do you, do you think any of this matters? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> he, what? Looked yeah. me, he looked at me incredulously like, like, what? What do you mean it doesn't matter? Like, yeah. I just said that to him. And, like, he was so thrown. He didn't, like, fight back. He was just, like, confused what was going on. Well, but he, he was the guy, like – you know, you know, kids, I mean, how, how often does the first baseman just drop the ball or something like that? He was sending runners when the ball's like at the kid's totally. foot. And like, yeah, I guess you could just tell a kid to go for a home, home run sprint every time and they probably aren't going to catch him. But like, that's not the spirit of it. Like, you're just trying to like teach the kids the game. And I mean, parents are fucking jerk offs. Right. In, co- in coach pitch, the pitcher makes the the majority of the plays in the field because they're they're mostly just dribblers right back at him. You right. know, it's and you're rare tr- that you got a guy that can leave the infield. And you're trying to throw a meatball yeah. to be hit. Like it's not right. Yeah. It's, it's not a challenge. And I made the mistake like my son was on the border of going to uh, uh you could either play seven and eight year olds or you could play eight to like 11 or 12 year olds. And I just didn't think my son was ready for that next level. Right. But he, he oh, was, he's he too good for this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he, he's had like in two games, he's had like five, six home runs. And it's like, it's kind of pointless. <laughs> like my son is just kind of, yeah. and like, he's, he's actually mashing it. Yeah. And my son's, my son's like, you know, a kid who loves sports, but maybe he's average. Right. For his age, right. but it's just he's going against kids that like don't know how to swing a bat and yeah. stuff. So he's just mashing it, and he's like already bored. Yeah, and it's it's a big bummer. Now I'm stuck with these the team and parents, you know, constantly texting. What time is is practice again? And this and that. Yeah. And it's like, why am I doing this? I need I need out. Some of the kids like don't show up with their glove. Like it, like a lot of times, like half the kids won't have their hat. It's like a whole yeah. thing. It's very, I know, and they give you yeah. they give you like twenty five hats for a team of fifteen kids or twelve kids, and so a dad like gave me this explanation. Oh, well, the hat, you know, we lost it. I just reached into the bag and gave him a new hat, like yeah. mid explanation, like just take another hat, please, go. please don't box me down with the if detail. it ends this conversation. What now? Are you in a league that is major league teams, or are you just are you like a sponsored team like Chico's Bail Bonds? <laughs> it's more like Chico's Bad Bonds. Like, you know, Hoboken has a ton of bars. Yeah. So it's like State Farm Insurance and then seven bars. That's so that's cool. It. I love that. <laughs> the Green Rock Tavern is my my son's. Oh, name. that's so good. I love that. <laughs> that's awesome. But, uh, and also some of the parents, like, because my son is like a little too good for the level and I, I made a mistake. Yeah. No, no. Some of the parents are like coming out to me like, Oh, you got something there. It's like, no, I don't. Yeah. No, I, I have a kid who is very average at everything and just like this, this happens to be, I, I placed him in the wrong league. Right. Like they think he's going to, he's going to be making, but they like want to talk to me about it. And it's like, yeah. buddy, I'm, I mean, I'm I, obviously when your son's at bat, you want him to hit home run. But like 
at the same time, I feel like almost bad that like I, I held him back for yeah. this. Yeah. So, Oh, what then is machine pitch the next level? Do you do machine no, pitch? Then, no. And that's the problem. It, that was part of my thinking. The next level is kids pitch. So yeah. that's when you get like 19 walks a game because yeah. these kids, yeah. these kids have no command. Usually like one, one, each team has one guy that can pitch and then the rest mm-hmm. are just like fucking not, you know, it's a mess. Get, yeah. And then the ump starts making the strike zone, anything like yeah. even with your hat or feet. Yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah. It's no fun. Kids, kids ruin everything. Um, there's, very little enjoyment that comes with parenting and it's awful. Uh, you saw, oh, I wanted to, I wanted to point out one international story that I just thought was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Netanyahu, the, the, that right wing, uh, BB, what's his BB name? Netanyahu. How come uh, he doesn't have an Israeli. accent? I don't, like, yeah. He barely sounds it, Israeli when he talks. So he was hosting, uh, Abe, the Jap- Japanese prime minister. Shinjo Abe. Yeah. Served him. And then like, you know, he didn't serve it. Like the chef served the dessert in a goddamn shoe. Oh, what the fuck is that? And, and, and like the, the news that I was reading, like, oh, well, this is an insult because, you know, Japan has things with, you know, outside shoes being oh, used right. indoors and it's all most that. Most countries. Yeah. Fine. But when you look at it that way, like, that's that's that that's one thing, but what culture should find that acceptable? It was served right. in a leather shoe, a dessert. I don't understand. Some, some bullshit fancy chef thought it was like palatable to eat. Yeah, something from footwear. No, and I just thought like, what a ridiculous thing. I mean, you know, and they're trying to turn it into an international incident for that, but like. It should be an international incident if you're hiring chefs that serve food in shoes. I've seen that like on Tony Bourdain where he'll go to a restaurant and they make they make like a um, dessert, you know, because they like they like make puff everything up and they just make these weird things. And I saw one time they made a dessert that looked like an, a full ashtray with a um with a cigar and like cigar ash and I don't remember what it was made of but I was like that doesn't fucking look appetizing to me I don't want to eat a a smoked cigar and cigar ash yeah. like make it look like food I don't you know I don't I don't need, need I don't need everything re-engineered and over-engineered just just make good food like make it look like food and I'll eat the fuck out of it I love food Yeah exactly Um you saw my tweet about movie pass Oh, it's such a bummer. Well, it's, I mean, it doesn't seem like they really had the best business model. And I would wonder, I'm like, this is only 10 bucks a month. And this is the fourth movie I've seen this month. And a movie is fourteen fifty. Like how I figure I, you know, I got that they were, they were like trying to do a volume play where you'd get like the gym where you get so many people to sign up. And you just hope that most of them aren't ever going to use it. But they said something like only 12, 13% are using it like frequently enough right. to hurt them. But yeah, I'm one of them. Yeah, and me too. I mean, come on. But I knew, but like, yeah. wouldn't the move before you just like, just run into the ground. Wouldn't it be like, all right, we're going to make it 12 bucks a month. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, or get some, I mean, you figured they'd be able to raise the capital capital, but I knew something was up because, you know, I got it for Christmas and I was like, you know, I got like a three-monther 
And I was like, it has been more than three months and I'm still going to movies. And then I'm like, eventually they're going to ask me for some money. And then all of a sudden I went to sign in and I couldn't sign in. And I'm like, how can I get, I can't get on this fucking movie pass. And I'm like, I know I have the right password because I got a little notes app that's got all my passwords in it. And I'm like, well, I'll just do the reset my password. And then I go to reset my password and they send me a new password and I go to sign in with that. And they're like, you don't have an account. That happened to me. The same thing happened to you. No, but well, I was at the theater, and yeah. what I did was um, I deleted the app and re-downloaded it, and it worked. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I go, so I go, so I tweeted them, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, send us your email, DM us your email. So I did that, and then they never responded. And then I opened a ticket on their website, mm-hmm. fucking never responded to that. And then I called... And when I called, it's like, hey, go to our website, click. And I'm like, you motherfuckers. And then I saw that story today, movie pass out of business. It was a, it was a good little thing. Now I got to go back to Costco and buy the discount tickets. Oh, right. There's the, uh, you get those, yeah, those you get things like in a, bulk. You get like a pack. It's like eight ninety nine a movie or something. Movies. So you and I live on the coasts. God yeah, we have to coast. pay real. Yeah, yeah, it's like movies, are, movies are fucking expensive. I think a movie here, like a regular movie is like 1450 is about the same where you live. I think mine's 14 even. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's not cheap. I went, I used movie pass once in Manhattan and I saw like, they show you the, uh, the return, you know, they show the price that it would have been. It was like 1750. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking expensive to see a movie. Okay. Let's do some email. Okay. Ballers, the movie reviews and 90210 show were highlights for me as I go through the archives of the show to get acquainted. I've listened to The Karate Kids, Soul Man, and Rocky Four. People love the movies. Are there more I can search for? Also, if you take requests and haven't covered these yet, you've got to review Roadhouse, Brewster's Millions, and Just One of the Guys. Thanks. TD Buddha. Um, I would, what was the one we did? I think it's like in the twenties, like 21 or 27 where we, we did, did the draft. We did. No, we did soul man. We did soul man. Yeah. Con air. We did con air. That's, Oh, we did con recent. air. That, he, yeah. Yeah. Um, um top gun. We, oh, we did. did. Oh, we did. We did Christmas, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh yeah. That's so bad. Oh, we did. Uh, did we do a very Brady or we just did that on the yeah, website. We did very, no, we did very we Brady. We did that here. Very Brady Christmas yeah. is, de- is there. Yeah. The problem well, is, we always do a holiday theme one the, too. Yeah. The problem is, is that when I, for the first hundred or so episodes of the show, I was just calling them. I wasn't like giving them a name. So you have to like look in the descriptions, although mm. the name doesn't necessarily correlate. But when I do a movie, I'll say like Con Air, or I don't know. Um, you, so yeah, they're there. You just kind of got to, got to look a little harder. But I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't go back to episode one. <laughs> oh, it took us a good or, fifty to figure out or, what was going or five, on. Five, yeah. But in the twenties is when we did that draft one, which is really yeah. good. Except it turned out that we were um, Travis and Jason and I were just recording through the mic on my laptop the whole time, and I didn't realize it. And you were in a bathroom, and you were getting a little. Yeah, pump, I, almost, getting, I almost. I almost. Uh, had to do that. Yeah. I ha- almost had to do that again tonight because you wanted to go- record early, and that would mean I'd have to close myself off in the same sweltering right. bathroom. I was like, "Oh, this is going to be tough." No, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So I would start there, like in the twenties, I think is a good place to start. Um, yeah. But you know, as far as, I mean, I'm, I'm open for lots of movies. I love Brewster's millions though. Oh, it's I good. mean, yeah. yeah, it's silly and all, but I don't know if I could really knock it. It's I, yeah. I, I think about that movie often, like, how quickly at this point, how quickly could you spend $30 million? Oh, it's yeah. It's just like right away. Right. But you wouldn't need 30 days. Could you buy like a painting and light it on fire? Like that's against the rules. Like you just, no, you can't but you could ch- buy like rare stamps and then, I mean, just yeah, mail shit. That's right. It's every, everything costs so much money. Like he was able to take everyone out to lunch at the plaza or something. Yeah. On that first day, and they're like, "All right, you knocked out like a thousand dollars." And it's like, "What? what? Yeah, oh yeah." <laughs> you could you could spend a million dollars on lunch. Yeah, easy. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I we definitely uh, we're, we're we were talking about up in the uh, the movie kickout. So. Yeah, people love the movies, and it's a little more work to do to right. put the movies together because you got to watch the movie. You know, and which and the well, like, re- nice as well to, like take tons of notes. Yeah, and you stuff. got yeah, you got to rem- and I always fuck that up. But you, um, you know, you got to like remember the details and make notes on stuff, and it's a lot of starting and stopping, and it's uh, yeah, it's a little more work. But we are we are committed to bringing you guys more movie reviews because you guys seem to like that, and people are really a lot of people hitting us up to do Cobra Kai. And I just don't like. I'm, I'm not so, feeling it. I'm so karate kitted out. Like I just, we just did Karate Kid three, which was the best of Karate Kid two. Really laid me low because it's so bad. It's such a bad <laughs> movie, and Karate Kid three is bad, extremely bad, but in a good way. It's like right. It's horribly like bad. The- the love interest isn't even a love interest. That's how no reason to have her in the movie. And then she just leaves. She's not even there for the final fight. Like, like (laughs) 68% of the way through the movie, there's a chick around that he's just friends with. And then she's gone. And and then you're like, well, why was she even there in the first place? Very weird. Did she leave after the night where he mashed the guy in the club? Yeah. Yeah. After he, (laughs) after he flattened that guy's nose at the dance club, that was it for her. She'd seen enough. Uh, Okay, another email. Ballers, what was uglier, Utah's performance at home or those high school female volleyball uniforms they trotted out for game three? Ed, is that like a – is that like an NBA reference? I don't – I mean – Did Utah have a bad game? Is Utah in the playoffs? I didn't. I mean, I I know that they've got an exciting rookie, Donovan Mitchell, that the Knicks should have taken. Yeah, but um, I I mean, unless you're a Utah or Houston fan, why would anyone watch that game? Right, and it's I don't I don't like wanna uh, like bomb anybody out, but it's it's LeBron Those are two teams that are irrelevant. Right, it's LeBron and the Warriors in the finals, like it has been for the past several years, it's like that it's going to continue to be that this year. And it was always going to be that way. So I don't know what, I don't know about Utah's uniforms. Utah's just a, it bums me out to see all those white people in the crowd all the time. And it's like that. It's like that ghost face show I went to last month. Yeah. Yeah. 
a lot of, a lot of white faces. <laughs> and Utah, I think last I heard they played the, um, it used to be called the Delta Center that they played in, but then it was called like Energy Solutions or something. And you're like, that's a weird name. It sounds like you're trying to hide what you actually do. And it's like, oh yeah, they're a nuclear waste disposal <laughs> company. So I don't know. I, I could be Energy speaking out of solution. Uh, okay. He goes on. A few weeks ago, someone posed the question, what celebrity is the loudest comer? I almost sent this last week, but I, I'm glad I waited because last week's episode proved my choice to be correct, that bald men are loud comers. I would, I would say that's probably true, yeah. Uh, and Brian, Ed, and especially Fancy, I submit my list of celebrity loud comers, male, female, and no longer with us. Male, Samuel L. Jackson, no explanation needed. I don't know. Like, he's... Now, wow. when you hear him in interviews, like he's he, pretty chill. He'll do I a character. Right. I mean, does he have sex in character? You know who I picture being a loud comer? I was watching a movie. I, uh, my kid is real into like cinema now and he wants to be caught up on like what he needs to, you know, oh, that's what fun. he missed. Yeah. So we watched Heat over the weekend nice. and Tom Sizemore has to be an extremely loud comer. I just feel like... Does he call women slick in, in bed? <laughs> right. And he also, <laughs> also, Wayne Grow. I, I feel like that dude that played Wayne Grow. Yeah, loud, Wayne, Wayne Grow. Loud comer. But he, you, yeah, he, yeah. He, he, was, he was a certain type. You, uh, I, bet, I bet a, a nearly silent would be De Niro. Right. He doesn't say much. Also, Val Kilmer, interesting casting in that movie because he hardly says anything throughout. And he was at the, he was at the peak of his stardom at the time. Like, yeah, he's he good in that. Yeah, I mean, he's I one, seen him a one lot, of the but... biggest actors in the world. You forget all the people that are in there. Tone Loke makes a cameo. Yeah. Uh, Will, uh, Bill Fichtner, Henry Rollins. And that's, and that's when Pacino switched into – well, I mean, I guess the uh, the – the scent of a woman. It was but, right. Yeah. It was right before it was right before he became that's really when he, cheesy. Like, switched into, into like, yeah, just screaming Pacino. Yeah. And it, you know, that's the, right. Like, they had, yeah, he does that. Yeah. It's <laughs> in that movie. That's yeah. It's amazing. Uh, so yeah, Tom, I would say Tom Sizemore who mm. at one time was a fucking powerhouse on the screen. Uh, female Rosie O'Donnell. Okay. Uh, past male Sam Kinison. I would imagine Sam Kinison had a, very loud, but he was always so coked out he could probably yeah, never I, get it up. I was gonna say, I, I, I imagine he couldn't remember shit. I, I, I it must not have been very right. And past yeah. female Helen Keller, Helen Keller was mute. She by yeah. she by definition couldn't be a loud comer. I gotta say, I was never a fan of the Helen Keller jokes. I know she died, <laughs> right. you know, eons ago. Right. I, I mean, I, I don't, she achieved great things, right? Despite her, yeah, uh, disabilities. I mean, oh, did, yeah. she got a bad lot in life. Uh, okay, and finally, this is what we came for. It's from Alabama. I, give her a break, Helen Keller. Thanks. So. I don't know one thing about Helen Keller. Tell you what, Def one of the guys. Man. I'll tell you a little tidbit. Yeah, I think uh, one of her, the guy who put her in touch with Ann Sullivan. Was uh, Alexander Graham Bell crazy? What the guy that invented the telephone? I didn't really, but he did. Okay. Oh my god! Hey, that reminds me. I got a. So everybody's talking about Donald Glover. 
everybody is all about this dude. Any, I haven't watched the SNL yet. I haven't watched the SNL. And I haven't seen Atlanta. Like, it's on my me, Hulu. Me, me either, and everyone says it's very good, and I don't, and he's playing Lando Calrissian, and he's everywhere, and, um, you know, I watched that, that his new video, and I thought it was good. It was really yeah, good social good. commentary. But it's weird how everybody has to anoint everything, like, the best thing. Like, every... Yeah, see you, Kanye. Yeah, it's like, just... No, it's good. Like, there can be more than one good thing, and it is good. Um, But I... And, you know, I'm not, like, the most tuned in, but I was... Over the weekend, I was spending time with friend of the show, Travis Rogers, and he was like, hey, did you see Saturday Night saturday night live last night and i'm like no and he's like oh it was pretty funny uh it was uh the host was um was uh danny glover's kid and i'm like oh, i go no. i go wait i go donald glover is da- um sergeant murtaugh is donald glover's dad <laughs> i didn't know that i had no <laughs> idea that was that they were i didn't know that was complete news to me. And I'm shocked that I was given that news by the whitest man alive, Travis Rogers. It was, it, it was. Wait, is it really? His, his yeah. I, I, apparently. No. It's, is it not? Or did he make that up and get me to believe it? Hold on. Let's find out. I've never heard that once. You haven't? So maybe, maybe he and just. It seems like that. maybe because they have the same name. Like anytime there's a football game, they're like, Smith and Smith, no relation. Donald Glover, Danny Glover. Hold on. Related. They are. Uh, no, is no relation. Why yeah. am I listening to Travis? Yeah, is Donald like Glover. A, well, they're both black with the name Donald, Glover. Yeah, that is so. Yeah. Is Crispin Glover their uncle? <laughs> right. <laughs> Similar names. This is not the case. Donald's father is actually a retired postal worker. Oh, Trav, you know, you made me sound like a fool on my own show. Jeez, I should have known better. Uh, okay, back to that email. Uh, finally, a Daily's Choice NBA Playoff Beard Edition, LeBron or James Harden. Hold on, Ed. Daily's <laughs> Choice, it's a choice I made. Been a while since we've had one of these. If you are new to the program, Daily's Choice, it's a very simple game. There is a an open urinal between two other urinators. Ed Daly steps up to the urinal, realizes that on either side of him is a famous penis. He only has a brief second to look. He's got to make a choice. Ed Daly, what is your choice? LeBron James or James Harden? LeBron. 100%. 100%. I mean, he's the guy. I was just yeah. – somebody posted this on Facebook that in that series against the Raptors, who are the one seed and had two all-stars, yeah. DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry, those two combined for 138, 30 rebounds, and 46 assists. LeBron on his own in that series, 136, 33, and 45. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking machine. The, I want to see the ultimate alpha in the NBA. The guy is a fucking freak of nature in every He's been doing this for, way. what, 15 years? Something crazy. Yeah, it just it, – we've never seen anything like him. And, I mean, eventually we might again, but it's going to be a long fucking time. Like, it's just – the guy is so special, and we're not really going to, I think, grasp it until he's gone. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, hey, James Harden, the guy's pretty good. He can shoot. Yeah. Uh, um, LeBron James, I mean, he's one in a once in a lifetime. I'm, I'm having a look at that cock, and I bet it's just. And, I mean, have you seen the rest of him? <laughs> it's a lot. There's a lot of man. I mean, um, he's all man. And this is sort of your point about Donald Glover, and it's like, you know. If if you say that LeBron is you know once in a lifetime you know the first response what about Jordan what about th-? like it can be yeah. two different kind of guys like it's okay and you know when people say well Jordan had tougher rules well if LeBron could go in an area where he could hand check guys he would just take the opposing oh, yeah. best player and fucking yeah. hand check he them just fucking he would just stop you at half court and take the ball right. away from you just and put, go the other way put that hand into the small of their back and just knock them over here's he, i mean it's cute when people are like try to compare eras like yeah. Yeah. Oh, George Mikan was the best player yeah, back in the day Bill Russell yeah Everyone else on the court was six one, and Bob Cousy could dribbled with his head down. Like, are you right. kidding? Like, everything is better now. What do do you want a, a a Model T or do you want a fucking brand new car with fucking every kind of airbag and and air conditioning? Like, are you fucking kidding? Like, everything is better now. Of course, the Warriors would beat the Bulls. They're fucking better. Everything is better. Yes. Right. Stop football. with the eras. Oh, football. Football's, football's even worse. The, war- yes. the Cleveland Browns would beat Cleveland Browns would beat the hell out of like the Super Bowl one bears. teams. Yes, of course. No, oh yeah, 80, yes. 80, 85 Bears. Yeah, it would be no problem. Everybody is more physical. Like Mickey Mantle used to fucking drink whiskey the night before games. Like guys now are are machines. They train all year. These guys, Stan Musial used to sell fucking Buicks in the off season. Stop <laughs> it! Like everything is better. Everyone just, is better. Just appreciate things for the era they were in. Right. Give Roger Federer a wooden racket, and he would fucking destroy every fucking era's best player at their peak fucking right. no problem it's just stop with this oh oh the 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 uh jordan bulls would beat the warriors no they fucking wouldn't stop it think about think about what serena would do to like the powerful oh. ivan lendl oh. <laughs> yeah. she would destroy him yeah totally he was like Mr. Power. Right. Yes. Yeah, no emotion. Power. Back, yeah, and they served like 87 Serena miles would, an hour back then. Serena would clown him. And now Roger Federer's serve goes 130 miles an hour, and they're like, oh, better equipment. Yeah, a little bit. It's a little bit better equipment, but it's a lot bit of the evolution like of Efficient of training. Yes. And yeah, it's just, yeah, they Stop know what they're doing. It. We're only going to get better, and the next generation is going to be better than this generation. That's how it fucking works. Right. Uh, and There's I no such thing as good old days. I don't even pay attention to sports. And for like three days, I thought Donald Glover's dad was Danny Glover, who's getting too old for this shit. Well, as a little palate cleanser, yeah, yeah, I was just there was no good sports on, so I flipped on that like local rerun channel. WKRP in Cincinnati is playing in the background now. Shut up. The episode Carlson for president. Carlson regrets running for city council after he impulsively smears an opponent in a TV debate. Totally remember that. <laughs> what a show. Uh, Mr. What Carlson show. was great. And like the, the episode, like they just, they're all sitting around his office. Like that's all that happens in the show. Yeah. It's great. It's great. It's great. Uh, Gary Sandy, he's got those tight pants on. I like a Daily's Super Choice tight. with you can Gary Sandy. What, yeah. You can almost see everything. Gary, Daily's Choice, Gary Sandy and Les Nesman. Yeah, Nesman. Nesman's got some bodies in his basement. 
Uh, okay, Ed, what is going on? Oh my God, I saw, I saw oh, this, this, one, this one hurts. This I'm hurts. just hoping this leads to some kind of innovation because in the early 80s, Dodger catcher and serial killer glasses wearer and guy that was in his Ferrari, you know, the, at Dodger Stadium, there used to be a gas station in the Dodgers were sponsored by, um, Unical gas and mm-hmm. union 76, it was called. And they had a gas station. That. They had a gas station in the parking lot. And one time I was at a game and we like waited to, cause it's so hard to get out of there. We like waited oh, till brutal. the parking lot cleared out. And then we went and got gas and Steve Yeager was at the next pump gassing up his black Ferrari. Wow. And I went, uh, the the people I was with, it was like, was he, was he solo or was yeah, there was, somebody with him? No, he was solo, but he was setting something up because the family friends that I was with were like, Hey, that's Steve Yeager. Go say hi to him. And I walked over and this was like 1984, maybe. Okay. It might've been 82. And I walk over and Steve Yeager sitting in his black Ferrari on the fucking phone. Talking on the fucking phone in his car in like night to like that's that was like going to space that's like, and he probably had a rotary phone in his yeah, car I mean, he's, he's sitting there having a phone conversation in his car but anyways steve yeager he took a bat to the throat uh oh, at one man. point in in the early 1980s and it's because of that that they developed that little that little piece of plastic that hangs down under the catcher's mask now they wear like the hockey style that covers the whole thing right but until then, they didn't have a thing that covered the throat. And now the catcher, the catcher needs something to protect his dick, doesn't he, Ed? Yeah, he needs. Yeah, he needs something because something better. Say, well, I mean, we've kind of got we sort of we kind of already talked about it. But on Saturday, eight-time All-Star Yadier Molina suffered what the St. Louis Cardinals called a pelvic pelvic injury with traumatic hematoma, and will be out for a month. Now, what that means is he took a deflected 102-mile-per-hour fastball to the dick and balls. After the Cubs' Chris Bryant tipped the pitch from reliever Jordan Hicks, Molina immediately fell to the ground and was taken out of the game. Benji Molina, also a former catcher in the majors and Yadier's older brother, said the surgery lasted 45 minutes and the doctors were able to save both of his testicles. His brother was also impressed when he said he was released from the hospital the next day. I was expecting him to come in a wheelchair or need a little help. So I went over to the door, and when I saw him, he was walking. Now, Brian, when Yadier Molina returns, will he be sporting the biggest ever steel codpiece mankind has ever known? Like, can't they wear those things that, like, boxers wear? You know, when I was a kid, I don't know how much. I mean, I don't. I, I assume catchers are wearing cups. Yeah. But I remember like playing football, playing sports, and wearing a cup even as a kid before you had much to work with. Right. And lots of people are like, "Well, it's too uncomfortable." And it's like, yeah. I don't. I don't think comfort you can can take precedent over protecting your right. But even the, even the cup back then was like that little, it looked kind of like a hockey mask. It had like little holes in it. Like if somebody really, yeah, if, if somebody put if their fucking kicked, helmet directly on your dick, like that cup wasn't doing anything. It, it helped. I mean, I got kicked in, I got kicked there yeah. in, in the game one time and it hurt, but like 
all I kept thinking is, if I wasn't wearing this thing, I can't imagine the pain I'd be in. Yeah. Um, and also, why is he talking about getting back to baseball in a month? Oh, take your like, time. Take your time, dude. Take your time. He's 35. Yeah. He's won a couple World Series, he's, at least two. Yeah, he's probably he's making plenty of dough. Yeah, right. Take Eight All Star teams. Like, what's? I mean, he must hate his home life. I don't. Right? Fo- I don't follow baseball unless the Dodgers are in first place, and they're not. So, where where are the St. Louis Cardinals in the standings, Ed? I'm not fucking. Cool. Oh, My team cool. is the worst team in baseball. Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah. The they're, Orioles they're falling off a cliff. They, Shut they up. were. They went from like good two years ago to. The worst. They're like eight and twenty six or something. Do they still have that guy from Orange County? He plays right field. Mark Trumbo. Yes, Mark Trumbo. And he, he every year they're like Mark Trumbo hit thirty seven home runs. But the problem is he hits thirty two of them in April and May, and then the whole rest <laughs> of the season all he does is strike out. Is he still doing that? Uh, well, he's, he actually has been hurt most of the year oh, so far, so he hasn't even played. But. He's he's okay. He's just a terrible fielder. He's a guy you want just as a DH. DH. Yeah. DH. Right. Uh okay. Speaking of your teams. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What is going on with the Washington DC football franchise? Well, in 2013, a group of Redskins sponsors and FedEx Field suite holders were granted access to their the team's calendar photo shoot in Costa Rica in 2013 where some cheerleaders were required to post topless or with body paint according to the New York Times in the men love that the, yeah the men were reportedly invited there by the team and granted up close access to the photo shoots at one point during the trip some of the cheerleaders were, to, were told to get ready because male sponsors had picked them to be their personal escorts at a nightclub they said yes some reportedly started crying and said that even though the situation did not involve sex, they felt management was pimping them out. We weren't asked. We were told. Other girls were devastated because they knew exactly what she was doing. Yeah. One of the cheerleaders said. In 2012, businessman William Teal reportedly held parties on his yacht where Redskins cheerleaders could win cash prizes in twerking contests and were given shots of alcohol through turkey basters. The team denies the report. Now, Brian... We all know Daniel Snyder is the worst owner in sports, but what's the point in having cheerleaders in the first place? It is kind of weird. Or in this era. Maybe, maybe like, you know, way back when, but there's no point. And, like, it's... In the situation they're in, like, sex work... Look, there's a lot of broads. Go on Instagram and look at a hot chick. She's doing sex work on the side, 100%. So if you're a cheerleader and you're making 60 bucks a game plus 10 bucks for gas or whatever, and maybe a little extra money to do the calendar, I mean, it's not. They it's, pay them nothing for right, their games. It's not. Yeah. Like 20 bucks a game. Yeah. It's, it's very low number and, and only in, and only for home games. It's only eight games a season. So it's, uh, you know, it's not out of the realm of thinking that, you know, they would. They would be asked and or agree to do this kind of thing on the side. Um, but yeah, like what's the point? You can't really see them from when I used to have, when I used to have access to charger season tickets, uh, my seats were right above the, um, like kind of in the corner by one of the end zones. And, uh, you know, they would, the charger girls would do their thing at timeouts or whatever, like kind of in front of us. And they, they had like little Coors Light bellies and, you know, they were cute and stuff. 
but it was like they were not integral to the performance of the game. Like that's that's a very dated thing. It's like we've moved on from that. Like everyone's looking at their phone anyway. Like, do we still need cheerleaders? I don't think so. Yeah, are they getting the crowd into the game? Like, what no, what, what is not. the port? Uh, about I want to say about twelve years ago, something like that. My um, brother-in-law played baseball in college with with a guy who is dating a Redskins cheerleader. Oh yeah. So we went to a game and then got access to like the post-game party for like the high rollers. Yeah. And it was it was pretty awkward because we're just sitting there drinking beers after the game ended. Like we got. I mean, the cool thing was we were still being served like after the yeah. third quarter ended. Right. But then the cheerleaders come and they have to like perform for you. Oh, that is so awkward. And you're just standing around with a bunch of like horny old dudes. Yeah. And we're just like drinking beers and it was like, you know, I mean they're they're attractive women, but it was it's the type of thing that I I can sort of picture what was going on. That like, yeah, you're expected to now like, you know work it. Go go, go work it with these rich assholes. And we were just <laughs> You know, we were not rich assholes hanging out with those guys, but it's a weird scene and you can totally see that what the pressure that they get to, to show up for these, these uh, high rollers. I I think, okay. He was a quarterback at ASU and then he was on the Bronco. He was on the, he was on the uh, Phoenix Cardinals and then he was on the Broncos and his name is Jake and he's also Plumber, and he's also Jake the Snake. He's also like a champion racquetball player. Um, he, I believe, married a cheerleader, and it was like real forbidden. Like, oh, you're not supposed to date the players. What the fuck else are you supposed to do? Like, that's the <laughs> biggest achievement you can get. Like, if you could trap a player, if you can get married to a player, like, that's the point. That's why you're there. That's you're marketing that, yourself to rich dudes. That's exactly what happened to. Uh Redskins tight end um, Chris Cooley. He yes. was uh, the, uh, he, like he got engaged to a cheerleader, and then she was immediately off the cheerleading squad. Right. <laughs> what? Like, like she like she wasn't going to quit anyway. Right, <laughs> right. Now I don't have to dance for twenty bucks a game because now I'm with an all pro right. tight end. Exactly. Like I could sit, I could sit in the wives section in the stands. <laughs> um. Speaking of people that are on the up and up, that you are really, really trustworthy, what is <laughs> New York City heart surgeon Mehmet Oz up to? And you know you can trust him because he wears his scrubs all the time. Right, right, like that, uh, Dirty John. Yeah. Um, so this week, our great leader, Donald Trump, appointed 20 people to the President's Council on Sport, Fitness, and Nutrition. Among them, his buddy Bill Belichick, yeah. Lou Ferrigno, a bunch of like rich donor guys, yeah. and Dr. Oz. Yeah. That's right. The bullshit TV host who was called in front of Congress in 2014 for touting miracle weight loss pills that happen to be complete bullshit. And then while defending himself, he said his medically focused show is not to talk about medicine, but to, to discuss the good life. And Brian... Why do we still live in a world where charlatan doctors like Oz, Phil, and Drew are allowed to have TV shows as if they serve any real purpose? I believe. <laughs> well, hold on. Drew and Oz I are, are legitimately I, I doctors. Know, I actually know a guy who had emergency bypass surgery 
by Oz, by Oz and yeah. great things to say to like say about him. Oz, but that is totally true. That he, there are clips of him saying the miracle yes, weight loss pill, oh no. like. He's just like a cl- like a clown on TV. Hundred percent. But his all I'm saying is that his his medical credentials are are he's bona fide in that regard. Okay, uh, so they had, Phil, right? Phil, Phil, Phil has um, like a has psychiatry right. dis, uh, degree from like a sham college. Unlike Phil and Laura, like those not doctors, psychology. Yes, psycho- not- yes, he cannot prescribe meds. And- but right, and Dr. Laura. But all of these guys, and I know, I know, Kate has a special place in her heart for Dr. Drew. Yeah. But nobody would recommend that if you have heroin addiction, you should live in a house with a bunch of celebrities and be on VH1 every I, week no, or whatever th- it is. I think you're right about that. I think that is a. Le- and Dr. I, Oz, nobody. No. I mean, even when you we were like eight and you heard about like weight loss pills, you knew it was like a shit, a complete bullshit sham of course and yeah unless there's unless there's speed unless they're amphetamines they're right. yeah the weight loss right. pills that work are amphetamines because you're on speed you're not hungry it's right. it's an appetite suppressant because it's a, it's amphetamines so if you want to take amphetamines just call them what they are um i you know who's not getting enough blame here oprah mm-hmm. like everybody kisses this oprah's ass like she, She's some. Kind she's of, responsible for two of those three sham doctors. She's 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 the one that foisted these people upon us. Like when she got sued by the Beef Council, that's where right. that's when she brought um, Doctor Phil onto the scene for some reason, and she would put him on TV, and he he'd get up there on her show and be like, "You need to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and stop <laughs> blaming your mother for all the problems." In your life. <laughs> and this and this Dr. Oz would get up there in the scrubs and he'd be like, you, you need more whole grains. You need to you need to get out. You need to exercise. You need to do at least an hour of cardiovascular exercise every single day. And all of a sudden, these fucking guys piggybacking on the back of Oprah get these, you know, get these TV careers. And it turns out like they're shady dudes, but nobody goes. Hey Oprah, what the fuck? Like what's yeah? You, well, not you just did that. This. Yeah, she also introduced the world to Suze Orman. Oh, did she? Well, Suze yeah. Orman does some good work, though. We can't. No, like, she does. She's she's a clown. She, doesn't she know? About, well, I don't know. Hold on. Doesn't she know about? I don't know about finance. Obviously, she just yells. She yells like ridiculous but things. She I mean, t- she's not as bad as Jim Cramer, but. She's not much, but better. she's not like giving she, the only, oh, the oh only one that, I mean, I don't watch any of these shows, but the only one that like is like legit. Okay. Is, is uh Rachel Ray. Like that's just like a cooking show. That wasn't like a scam of some sort. Rachel, it's Rachel, just a cooking show. Rachel Ray. I saw recently and she's obviously been doing a lot of pasta themed episodes, <laughs> but I'm saying there's not, there's no like harm to her. No, she's, she's not. She's, she's, not, she's just she's just making meals for everybody. She's very nice, and she's made for herself. She's made all the money, and she's made. She's she's got a good attitude. All the meals, as well. And Susie Susie Orman, while obviously not my thing, I mean, she just tells people, "Hey, like invest in your four hundred one k and like save for retirement." Mm-hmm. Like that's not bad, right? It's not like. 
It's not like Jim Cramer who's like, listen to Lenny Dykstra. <laughs> like Lenny Dykstra's got some good investment advice. That's true. Jim Jim Cramer is much more dangerous with money. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna take a Oh, uh, one one more thing okay. about we're thinking about doctors. It reminded me, remember when like Bill Cosby insisted on being referred to as a doctor because he got those like bullshit honorary doctorates from Temple? Right. <laughs> Yeah, he had to like, give him back. So yeah. he would like he would insist that when he got on a talk show, they'd be like, Dr. Bill Cosby. Right. Yes, he Dr. Cosby. He had to be addressed. Like he'd I give think it, he even put in the credits of the Cosby show. Yes, like, he did. Cosby. And like he he'd get honored at the Kennedy Center. This fucking guy would just get honored left and right. And always Dr. Rudy Cosby. and Theo. That was that was his studies. No medicine, just like Rudy and Theo. That's yeah. why he's a doctor. Get out of here. Yeah, he insisted on being called doctor. And I don't think he even like I think he quit before he finished his own undergrad. Like you and I are more yeah. educated than Bill Cosby. Yeah. You know what else we know that he doesn't know? You're not supposed to drug women. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He had to do. I like the touching and the petting. Theo wrote the Theo script and then I slipped the thing in a drink. Have some of my barbecue sauce so we can do the petting and the touching afterwards. Joining us now, she comes on the show from time to time. It's been a while, maybe like a year since she's been since she was last on. But since our very own fancy sauce was out of the pocket tonight, I thought I would reach out to friend of the show, someone who is the most Canadian, hoping she's got an update on. Her cousin Daryl and his skidoo. Of course, I'm talking about the great Lisa Bizzle. Lisa, how are you? Thank you for joining us. I'm great. What a hey, beautiful Lisa. introduction. Yeah. Do you have um have you been home? How's Daryl? Have you ha- yeah, how is Daryl? So Daryl's great. Um he got laid off from his job in the oil rigs out in Calgary. Oh, that sucks. Um, no, no, no. That's how it goes. He he wants he gets enough hours to get his stamps, and then he gets laid off, and then he's on unemployment until it's time to work again. Which ge- which gives him time to ride the skidoo. Yeah, so he's got it's skidoo season uh, is wrapping up now, and he's heading into fishing season. And uh, for him, gonna trap some rabbits, you know. <laughs> Just living large, wow. being Daryl. <laughs> amazing. Uh, yeah. Well, it's good to have it's good to have you on the show. What is there anything else going on? We have we have some stories to talk about, but um, what's going? What's going? What else is going on in in your world in in the Great White North? Well, we just got into some warm weather, so winter finally left. It's been very thrilling. Um, so I've been going outside, and uh, you know, as Canadians do every year, we we emerge from our winter. And then you're usually burned immediately, like third degree burns from the sun. And so what's then, what's warm weather? Are we talking like into into the high teens centigrade? Oh, oh, we were at twenty seven degrees. Oh, that's, oh that's, that's very warm. That's, that's yeah. warm for anywhere. Yeah, yeah, but then it was like you know two degrees the next day, and as you know, well, I'll just take whatever I can get. At I this point. I saw you have an amazing ability to connect with nature 
You, mm, you a lot you, of close shots of animals. Yes, you are. You mm. are an interesting person. You are an educated person. You are. Oh yes, tell me more. You are a person of very badass person. Too, yeah, you're. Right? Per- you can beat people up. Right. You <laughs> are. You're into fitness, martial arts. You are a person, uh, an interesting person, a Renaissance woman. But uh, you have an ability to connect with wildlife. Unlike yes. anyone I've ever seen in before, except for maybe um, the Australian guy, the dead guy, the crocodile. Steve hunter. Irwin. Yeah. Steve Irwin. If only I could aspire to such great levels, but I don't have the cargo shorts. <laughs> right. The khaki gear. I saw you. I, gear. I saw you hanging out with a beaver recently. All, all yeah. manner of birds. What, how do you, what is your trick? How do you put out a vibe because normally you know there's a fight or flight instinct amongst animals Mm. but you don't seem to incite either response when you're hanging out with wildlife i mean i even had a porcupine just run towards me so obviously i believe it has to do with my musk so i must have just this wonderful (laughs) sexy musk for all the wild animals and they smell it and it's just insatiable like that's the most logical conclusion like maybe they Um, maybe they think they're coming over to mate like these are yeah, these are some like, males because they're very driven by their primal instincts. Oh, so of course, it must, you, you're must putting out a vibe. Yeah, wildlife yeah. vibe. Yeah, yeah, wow. my musk. But I also grew up in the forest, so that also helps. And and I'm part native. Yeah, you're. But, f- but I think it's the musk. You're the musk. you're a little bit feral yourself, being from New mm-hmm. New Finland. So you mm-hmm. um you you're one with nature because you're. You were basically were raised wild. I understand that. I was raised um, by a, a group of moose for the first three years of my life. Get the mm-hmm. fuck out of here. That'll, wow. That'll do it. Shocking. Yeah. Breaking, yeah. <laughs> breaking news. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys. I want you to hear the story because this might be the best thing we've ever discussed on the show. Um, this This is recent, and I believe – this went down in the New York City, Brooklyn area. In the BK. Yeah. Um, I'll just read you the headline, and then we can go into the story. Feds ID jail guard accused of sexual assault by his huge hook-shaped penis. <gasps> a, a Brooklyn jail guard's massive hook-shaped penis Helped the feds nab him for sexually assaulting inmates. It was revealed in court Tuesday. Lieutenant Eugenio Perez is accused of forcing women at the Metropolitan. And this isn't funny, by the way, this part. At the oh, Metro- thanks for clarifying. <laughs> at the Metropolitan. Well, I don't want to seem like I'm making light of this. At the Metropolitan det- Detention Center to give him oral sex. And prosecutors said they were able to nail him as a suspect when multiple accusers described his distinctive phallus. Indeed, the schlong arm of the law caught up to Perez when the feds made him drop trout and make a positive ID. Just what made Perez's members so memorable also became the big reveal on the first day of the Brooklyn jail guard's sexual abuse trial. Quote, he wasn't circumcised. It was big and it was like a hook. It was humongous, and it curved. A 38-year-old former inmate of the federal lockup in Sunset Park testified, 
But she noted, his mammoth member kind of smelled bad. Oh. If, if it didn't stink, I would have been all up over that shit, she continued, <laughs> describing the odor as pissy. As Churr's <gasps> eyebrows shot up, the woman who was jailed at the time on a drug charge but has since been released said Perez had approached her when she was getting cleaning supplies from the cameraless lieutenant's office at the jail. And at first she embraced his hugs and kisses because she was lonely, but then he whipped out his hefty when he whipped out his hefty pecker, she got scared. Quote <laughs> He just tried to, like, you know, push my head down so I could suck his dick. The woman testified, weeping, not funny. I felt used at that point, and I felt like I was making a mistake, like I wanted to be touched by another human being, but it just wasn't him. I was just lonely. See, she's she's internalizing the shame, which is what happens. It made me feel normal again, alive, because when you're in jail, you feel dead um, is should this be a death penalty case? Not necessarily the forced oral copulation, but having a smelly dick. Yeah, that's that's no good. And it but must like have how- been a massive honker yeah. because it smelled like shit. And she goes, she still gave it a longing look. Like I would have been all over that shit if yeah, it didn't. She smell. liked it, but also the hook part is that's gotta be painful, right? Yeah, I mean, well, I have questions about the angle because, like, sometimes you get like the subtle hook, but then sometimes you get the L hook where it's like it's been broken in the past and it's just messed. Like, where are we at? Right. And also, like a priapism. Hook, when it's hooked, isn't that when it's engorged? Like, did they have to get him excited to identify it? Oh, this is, this is, oh, right. Like that guy who had the, um, who claimed his girlfriend choked to death while performing oral sex on him. He really wanted to get his dick hard for the jury. Like his, his, his lawyer was arguing that the jury needed to see his massive hog so they could get the full picture of what was going on. Maybe that's similar. Maybe they had to do the same thing for the hook guy. Now imagine hook guy masturbating. Like that's an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. It's doing lots of right angles. Is there like, yeah, is it a sharp angle? Like, is he using both hands? Is What's going on there? It looks like a Barry Zito curveball. Right, right. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. Yeah, I would, I would say, yeah, you, I mean, if somebody said my, my dick had certain characteristics, like, unless I was excited, you, you really wouldn't know. There's no, there's nothing going on with a, with a truly, you know, how could it curve when it's limp? Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. but I mean, it sounds like this guy's got a massive number and sometimes these dudes with these big old dongs, it's like locker room style where it's nearly just as big when it's, uh, flaccid as when it's engorged, the engorgement mm-hmm. it would, it only would fattens it up. It, yeah. It would curve when it's flaccid. Yeah, Maybe it's would- like over to the side curved when it's flaccid. And then when it's hard, the curve starts going up. That right. would be yeah. that would be cool moment in the uh, the courtroom if they like they're like well it's got to get hard so we can judge yeah. and then he's just sitting there thinking about dead skunks and garbage <laughs> like trying not to he's like fighting yeah. back like grandma naked grandma naked <laughs> moldy mayonnaise <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh if I was the judge I would make him 
do it so many times, I would I would be like, okay, well, we need to get the penis engorged again. <laughs> we need to do more research on this topic. That first video wasn't good quality, so we're going to have to do this again. It, it, with with something described as huge, how do you not wash it? Yeah, it's it, especially like he's uncircumcised, and that's you know, like we should all be uncircumcised. We've determined that 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 a lot of us have. I been disagree. Well, oh, really? Oh, I, oh, you said uncircumcised? Okay. Yeah. Ooh, I love foreskin. That's where I was headed. Uh, yeah. Well, right. I mean, it's just it's we've realized that it is. Yeah. There's no point. Okay, so we're all pro foreskin. Here. Yeah, yeah. Right. Unfortunately, yeah. I I don't know what it's like to handle in uncircumcised. Because me, me either, I don't. Yeah. I've handled both, and I yeah. and you know you get a lot more um, give when there's foreskin involved, and and that's a fun thing, you know. Yeah, it's and sure. it's sure. supposedly. It's a lot more. You get a lot more pleasure as a man because the now, it's more I'm protected. Not looking for. Oh, you're, oh I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not looking for anything to go quicker. It's true. Well, not necessarily quicker, but when you're talking about things such as blowjobs, right. um, oh. you can have a lot more fun with a sensitive tip. You know, yeah. there's things you can do, yes. and there's adventures you can take. It, and also, one of my favorite things to do with a penis is to take the skin and to make it talk to me. Oh, right. And, okay, like so I think you have show. to hold open. You have your cold yeah, open. Yeah, right? like a, a mouthful. Otherwise, like, ooh, <laughs> like where are the lips? <laughs> yes, that is that is that sounds fun. Um, the hook, the hook part for this guy sounds unfortunate. I don't know if there's like a surgery or if there's a correction. It's one of those things where, like, no one wants a really tiny dick, but also you don't want a really huge one either. You want something like kind of in the middle, like really presentable, really nice looking, and yeah, it's got got some head not to shaped it. like a crowbar, no, or a cross. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he doesn't have a relationship dick, but I mean, he is in a prison forcing women down on him, so obviously things can't be going too well in his romantic life. Right. That's that's one hundred percent true. Well, we just hope justice was served in that case. Um, because the the hook dick guy seems like kind of an asshole. Um, this is something. This happened to me. We've we've discussed on this show, and Lisa, you weren't here. But one time when I was high, I was getting ready to go to bed, and I was brushing my teeth. And as I was brushing my teeth, I, there was like a kind of like a little gnat. There was like something buzzing around the room. And I was just kind of standing there brushing my teeth. And just as I noticed it, it went zoop, and flew directly into my ear canal. And But because I was high, I was like, no, that didn't really just happen. Like, I'm just thinking that. Like, I just, just calm down. So I finished brushing my teeth. And I, I laid down in bed and I, then as soon as I lay down, I could hear it in my ear canal and it was like, bzz, 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 bzz. I could hear it's like flapping its wings in my fucking ear canal. And I was, I was staying with friends and everyone else was still like awake in the living room. And so I went out to the living room and, um, and I told them what was going on. I'm like, I don't know if I'm just high, but I think a bug flew in my ear and Bottom line is somebody had a remedy. Somebody had been through a situation similarly before and they poured a little olive oil in my ear and it drowned the 
gnat or whatever it was. And so then, and then I turned over on my side and it, and it, the olive oil poured out with the dead bug. So take that, take that story. There's an important part of this story that, that really was a big reveal. So he does, does this before bed and then he didn't take a shower. He just went to bed with oil in his ear. I didn't like just, I don't, the oil didn't pour all over my body. I just had a little well, I probably dabbed. I think I dabbed it with a paper towel. Like dabbed it okay. out. Okay. So you didn't shower then, and then did you shower in the morning after? Uh, I might have. I yeah, I'm sure I did because I think I was He's not a morning shower. No, I'm usually shower in the evening. I can't hate on shower things because I I just shower after I get really sweaty. That's my rule. Yeah, same. Otherwise, I don't care to. Well, I couldn't probably, be bothered. That's probably why you're 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 getting uh, porcupines trying to mount you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. This is what I was telling you about the musk. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you're so musky. Uh, well, yeah. We'll take my story and multiply it by um, instead of a tiny little gnat, a full size cockroach, and instead of being in the ear for a total of about four minutes, nine days. <gasps> cockroach removed from woman's ear canal after nine days quote it was a roach in my ear end quote uh <laughs> the subhead roaches are searching for food everywhere and earwax <gasps> might be appealing to them and to mom earwax oh. uh, one of my least favorite words katie holly was jolted awake by a cold thing, which she had initially thought was a small piece of ice that somehow slid down her left ear. Still disoriented, she rushed to the bathroom, grabbed a cotton swab, and slowly stuck it inside her ear. Well, that's a bad idea. It's the one bad idea. It's the one product that's primary use is expressly forbidden. Think about that. Hmm. Yeah, what else are we supposed to do with them? Right. What they're for, they tell you not to use them for. Um, and, then, and then Ms. Holly felt something move. It was like a rhythmic movement. Oh, maybe it was like trying to fuck. Like it was getting, it was doing a rhythmic. Like a, Damn. Getting, getting into it. She recalled, as whatever it was, tried to burrow deeper into her ear canal Burrow is a word I hate. I don't want anything burrowing. You know, the Inquisition, you know what they used to do when they wanted to get people to confess or whatever they were in inquiring about? They would take a, they would take a cauldron full of um, mice and they would strap it to the belly of the victim and then they would heat oh. Then they would heat the cauldron. Oh, yeah. So the mice would try to get away and they would burrow <gasps> into the human being's organs. And that Wasn't was, that, that I was want to meet Thomas de Torquemada, the, the Inquisition guy. Yeah. Was, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but that's Catholicism was into that. Like yeah. I want to meet whoever came up with that because that's brilliant. Really that's the is. kind of person I want on my team. Yeah. yeah it was probably the Pope. That's the like, Pope that's like that. some <laughs> Eli Roth shit, but like in the 1400s. Oh, uh, so good. Uh, she pulled out the cotton swab and saw small dark brown pieces that looked like legs. Guess what? Those were legs. Cockroaches. <laughs> they look, look like legs. Oh my God. <laughs> Cock 
cockroaches have been a nuisance in the Hawley household since she and her husband, Jordan Hawley, bought their first home last year. She wrote in Self Magazine this week, they thrive in warm and damp places. And that includes Florida, where the young couple live and where flying cockroaches called palmetto bugs are most common. Oh, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. If, if the face eaters don't kill you, the cockroaches will. Yet another or, reason. Yeah. Yet another reason to live on the sides. Only live on the sides. All, all the all, well, I guess well, Florida technically is on the side. it is a side. Yeah, it's but it's down yeah. the bottom. It's Florida. I mean, Florida's its own thing. And it's it's bizarre because you go down there and there's so much beautiful land. Gorgeous. But you can't even remember it fondly because of all the other things that are going on down there. Do, do you think that most houses in Florida don't have a problem with cockroaches in the ear because they um, everyone has some sort of an exotic reptile that keeps – the cockroach <laughs> pos- um the po- cockroach population to a minimum like it's oh like wait a Komodo dragon yeah like no uh, cockroach has never gotten in my ear because we have a monitor lizard in the kitchen that just eats right. them as they as they come in so it's not it's nothing to worry about yeah uh, yeah that yeah. that morning around 1:45 a.m. Mr. Holly rushed to the bathroom to help his panicking wife grabbed a flashlight and looked inside her ear and there it was uh, a small part still visible from outside as it stayed in there lodged in the middle of the ear canal mr holly managed to pull out a couple of legs using a pair of tweezers now would you trust anyone no. but a doctor no. with tweezers in your no. ear like i certainly wouldn't let michelle just like start no moving a set of tweezers in my ear no. I don't know. If there was a cockroach in my ear, I think I would let anyone stick whatever they needed to in there to get it out. Uh, I'd go swimming. No, I would. Yeah, I would need a professional. Yeah, I need a doctor me. or if there's, you know, if it's late at night, maybe dunk my head in a pool. Or like a like a bush doctor, like somebody, mm. you know, somebody that like lived off the land that would know that had been through the situation before. Or like tro- Crocodile Dundee kind of guy. Yeah, not, not just some rando. Like, I'm not having some rando city dwellers start digging around in there. No way. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so she went to the hospital, roach crawled. Yeah. Uh, a nurse injected the bug with an anesthetic lidocaine to try to kill it. So they're sticking needles in her ear into a bug. Mrs. Ms. Holly said she felt the roach move, twitching and wriggling further into her ear as it tried to avoid death. Two minutes later, it stopped moving. It took the doctor about 20 seconds to pull out chunks of the dead roach. And Miss Holly saw what she thought was the remains of a dead insect. She left the hospital nearly two hours later with the prescription for antibiotics. Nine days had passed. But Miss Holly's ear did not feel normal. It was still numb. She said... And she felt some discomfort every time she yawned. Her medicine drops had also stopped passing through her ear, leading her to think that perhaps earwax had built up inside. 
She went to her physician for her regularly scheduled appointment and asked a doctor to check her ear. Her doctor flushed her ear four times using an otoscope. They peeked inside and there it was. Another fucking leg. Those things got, those things are lousy with legs. Miss Holly's doctor pulled out six pieces of the roach's remains, but fear, feared there was still more left. So she had to go to an ENT, ear, nose, and throat. They Wouldn't went, that be the first stop? Right. Think, Why not just go there first? Yeah, from the emergency room. They'd be like, I mean, hey, that's the go first guy. part of their yes, title. That's what ear. they do. Ear. Yeah, like clearly the, the other doctors weren't doing a good job of getting this cockroach out. Like, how hard can that be to know that you got it all? You know, if, if you're an ear guy, you you definitely have the tools to get into the ear. Like that's yeah. kind of your job. Well, also, they that's got, your thing. And also, they got that thing that they look inside your ear with that little flashlight with a funnel on the right. end. Yeah, like they could sit, they could look in and go, "Oh, hey, look, there's more roach in there." Well, they went to the. Uh, she went to the ENT as she went home and waited. Ms. Holly tried to remember how much of the roach was taken out at the emergency room, questioning herself. Did they find the head and 10 She wrote, I couldn't recall, but I could only hope that the ENT would need to remove another teensy leg or two. The specialist placed what looked like a microscope next to Ms. Holly's face. A few minutes later, she felt something bigger was getting extracted out of her ear canal and then she saw it not a teensy leg or two not the remains of a baby roach but a head a torso limbs and long antennae of what looked like a fully grown palmetto bug for nine days much of the roach sat in Miss Holly's ear. Oh Guys, no. How hard would it be if we get some dudes, maybe a cartoon bunny, we get a big ass saw, we head down to Florida and we just we start at Alabama and we just go along Georgia. That's the best clip. We just saw Florida fucking right off and then we all we all sit, we all put our butts on Georgia and Alabama and push with our feet and we just push Florida off and just let it float over there with all its palmetto bugs. Let that shit float over there towards Cuba. I mean, when you when you have that situation, that's where you do a, a Mr. Blonde situation. Like, just take the Cut whole the thing off. off. Yeah, no, I but can't. it's inside of that. Like, the, the Mr. Blonde, I guess they would get a better look at it, but that's you just have the a, outer such part. an open look at that point. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Um, Lisa, did I hear one of your very handsome dogs? You have two dogs or just the one? So I have joint custody sort of with one, but mostly giving up custody. Um, oh, do you have a, do you have a relationship? Do you have a relationship dog? Well, yeah. So I, it's an old relationship. We were together a long time and we had a dog together and now we're, we're good buddies. Right. But, um, so we were sharing her mostly, but she's very much his and that's her favorite person. So he gets, yeah, so as, I just have her sometimes. As That's one, scary. Right. As one who is uh, so connected to the animal kingdom, I must say you have a handsome set of dogs. Oh, you'd, and they're even more handsome now because they both just had major dental surgery and got some teeth removed. 
So uh, they've enhanced even more, if you could believe it. Unbelievable. Uh, (laughs) You guys, if you guys aren't following Lisa on Instagram, you definitely should be. Uh, Okay. You guys want to do, so Kate's not here. I have some stories to discuss, some pop culture stories to discuss. Um, Are you guys ready to, oh wait, no, hold on. Quick email, then we'll get into the pop culture. Ed and Brian and Lisa in this case. Long time, first time. Your pod kept me sane during a period of unemployment. Anyway, I'm with DJ Khaled on this one. I'm not going anywhere near a vag unless it's pristinely maintained and oh. has no aroma. Oh, Thanks. Man. oh my God. Ryan well, that we, <laughs> we don't mind, Ryan. Do your thing. We, sh- we ain't missing you. <laughs> we should... We should get right into the story because it was really the biggest story of the work the week. Um, superstar DJ Khaled went on a radio show, I think. I have the story here somewhere, and announced, or as part of the discussion, he let it be known that he does not reciprocate oral sex or initiate oral sex. He does not perform. And he, sex. he said it in such a bullshit way. Too. Oh, he's something about him being the king or something. Hold on. Uh, oh, right here. Uh, a, a woman should praise the man, the king. And hold on, because we got a how fucking old is this guy right here? The 42-year-old music producer <laughs> said in a resurfaced Breakfast Club interview from 2015, I thought the guy was 59. If you... If you holding it down for your woman, I feel like the woman should praise and a man and a man should praise the queen. But you know, my way of praising is called how was dinner? You like the house you living in? You like all them clothes you getting? I'm taking care of your family. I'm taking care of my family. You know, I'm putting in the work. Khaled, who is engaged to Nicole Tuck, was then asked to clarify if he meant he wouldn't perform oral sex on women, to which he said, nah, never. The Weight Watchers spokesman said, adding, I don't do that. He said, he also said, it's not okay for women to refuse to perform oral sex on men. Well, that's rape. (laughs) What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. di- it's different rules for men, he said. You got to understand. Yeah. We the king, there's some things that y'all might not want to do, but it got to get done. <laughs> I just can't do what you want me to do. I just can't. Well, apparently, and I thought this this he would be universally mocked for this, but Ryan in Oakland agrees. He does not go down there and put in work. Guys, your thoughts, Lisa, you're a woman. Mm-hmm. What do you think about I'd like DJ? I'd to answer on behalf of all women. Right. So, first of all, I think the problem here with both of these gentlemen, Ryan and DJ Khaled, is that um, they've obviously never, you know, put in a lot of work sexually with their partner. Yeah, of course not. Therefore, it goes without saying, I don't know what Ryan looks like. But uh, I do know what the other gentleman looks like. Sure. And I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that just being in their presence, a woman is not really turned on. 
Right. Yeah, she might give out an obligatory beach from, from time to time, sure. and, you know, present herself to get a ram and whatever it is, even ride on top for a while. But you're not going to get the same passion from a woman no. that's so horned to stick that peen in her orifices, because that is the kind of passion that every man should seek. And when you do put in a little effort, you are rewarded so. And yes. now these, these men have never experienced this pleasure. And that is that is really sad. Huge bummer. But on behalf of all women, we are not missing anything. Um, nor do we mind that DJ Khaled doesn't want to go down on us. Because I can't imagine any woman that imagines that. Like, nobody's masturbating to the idea of DJ Khaled going down on you. You know what no, I'm saying? No, that's 100% true. I think that uh, is, that is a, a, a properly... Held sentiment. Ed Daly, your thoughts. I mean, DJ I, I think mostly it was covered, but doesn't he kind of look like he probably smells more like the Brooklyn prison guard yeah. than not? Yeah. <laughs> He's got major piss stick for sure. Well, and- <laughs> yeah, just he doesn't look like, I mean, he's talented as a DJ, I guess, but he's more talented at just shouting his own name. Like, he's. It's not surprising he's a selfish lover because he's selfish as an artist. And but also and also he's a um is he's a spokesman for Weight Watchers is his is his <laughs> spokesman duty being the before pictures because the dude's mm-hmm. fat as fuck. Right. He's not doing. He's not making a lot of progress on his weight yeah. watch. No, he's eating the wrong things. He's he's talking bad about eating things. He should be talking bad about eating co- complex carbs. <laughs> like he's eating. He's the protein that might be offered exactly. down in the pussy. Exactly. And and Ryan, you sh- you should understand that. Uh, and unless a um a woman has a um an infection or you know a, a pH issue. That there's not there's not going to be a, a bad odor coming off of a clean vagina. Like it's not that's not how it works, dude. They're all pristine and beautiful in their own way. I would like to let uh, the greatest living American, Dwayne Johnson, put a button on this because he said in a tweet, "Ahem, clears throat as a man." I take great pride in mastering all, all caps, performances. This is probably a little TMI. I will now quietly excuse myself from this fun thread. I mean, The Rock mm. knows what's up. It's Guys, it's yeah, called- I took my son to Rampage, so he should pump the brakes on all performances. <laughs> no, oh, but, no. but yeah, I, I get Rock, what he's saying. The Rock can do no wrong. <laughs> The guys, it's called foreplay. Like it's you, you got to warm it up. Like if you want, and you get rewards. That's the thing that most guys don't understand. If you like, we're emotional creatures as well. But if you invest a little bit in making us feel pretty and and touch us down there a little bit, get us a little bit excited, get some feedback about what we like. Like you get rewarded, right? When you treat your girl right, right? Talk a little dirty, like get you know full contact. The thing is, is that it's sex is not something that you give to a woman or a woman gives to you. It's something that you share. You're not taking something. She's not giving something. You're sharing something together. And um, it makes it bums me out 
that DJ Khaled doesn't realize this. I hope he sees the error. It also bums me out that his son has more Instagram followers than pretty much everybody I know combined. Well, didn't his son get like a uh, $2 million diamond pendant for his second birthday or something? I'm going to guess that his son needs this because he's probably going to be just like his dad. And what else are they going to be doing? What, what, What else do they have? You know, no, they need their Instagram followers and their gold chains and their true. stupid statements. You know, that's, yeah. it's entertaining. Uh, I'm glad he has a weird son that he's grooming to be just like him because the next generation deserves their own. Well, I'm I'm glad we got this discussion out on the table. Like, it's yeah, we're we're team giver here, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, we all we all need to be doing work. Like, take pride in your technique. Like, listen to your woman, ask her what she likes. Like, don't be, you know, start off soft and get good at it. Like, it it is, yeah, it's not easy to to become familiar with it, to learn all the intricacies of a vagina. And every woman is a lot of cold opens, Brian. Slide a finger in there, a lot lot of things to (laughs) choose from. Yeah, there's so many flaps and holes and crevices. Like, just get mm. in there, yes. Get to know it. Like, really check it out. Ask her to show you around. Go, hey, where does it feel good and how? They'll tell you. It's That's a great yeah. Sam Kinison bit. Just tell us. We'll do it. Just We've been at us. it. We've been at it for years. Yeah. Like, we know what feels good. 100%. I'm with you. Okay. On a sadly more depressing note, Bill Paxton, one of the more tragic deaths of the last couple years, sounds yeah. like- he did not have to die. His family is suing the hospital and doctor. Um, they're saying that the uh, that they performed the doctor performed an experimental surgery on um, Bill Paxton that was that he hadn't that he overstated his expertise in. And now the, uh, now the doctors responded saying that uh, the late actor was aware of the certain dangers and risks involved in the surgery. Uh, and they also claimed that Paxton had an existing condition that made him susceptible to complications, asking that the case be dismissed. Paxton's family filed a lawsuit earlier this year, claiming that coin is that. Wow. K-H-O-Y-N-E-Z-H-A-D performed an unnecessary procedure last February that resulted in the Apollo 13 star's death. 11 days later, he died from complications from a surgery for an aortic aneurysm that resulted in a stroke. R.I.P. Bill Paxton. I don't know what else to say. He was great. Yeah, that's sad. It's tough to have a feel, have a like a weigh in on a story like that because you don't know. You don't know the particulars, and it's like it's but, like one of the best hospitals in the world. You know, he's at Cedar yeah. Sinai. It's like you 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 do put your faith in these guys, but at the same time, these a lot of these doctors they have they can be cowboys. They a lot of them have this god complex where they're like, "Hey, I've been doing this a long time. Let's try it a different way." You ever seen the Nick? That guy, uh, <laughs> yeah, but that was that was Teddy Roosevelt was president then. That was that was nineteen hundred. <laughs> We're a little more advanced. What's now. that yeah. actor's name? I just think like Kate we don't know what was, was yeah. warned. Like, hey, yeah. we could try this. Yeah. Now it's probably going to work, but it might not. Like, you don't know. And and 
Yeah. I'm not saying this is the case, but sometimes you hear of lawsuits just because people like want some sort of payback for what happened, and sometimes just people just die. Like I know from hearing a podcast he was on, maybe it was the Mark Marin one, he had like major health issues as a kid that like damaged him. And when when I heard that podcast, like it was posted again after he died, and it's like he was kind of talking about how like his heart was weakened and stuff like that. Like, you know, you never know. Uh, especially. Yeah. Well, that puts him at, at a huge risk factor. And it's a human body going through a major surgery. Yeah. At, Things at, happen. At, at a, you know, he was in his sixties. You're not, you're not mm-hmm. as robust as you once were. Good. No, he really he did. Good for, the guy was a fucking amazing one. actor. Yeah. He was fun. He was just so fucking good and everything. It really bums me out that he's gone. Um, sad. Speaking of things that are kind of a bummer, not as fun. Diminutive superstar Mark Wahlberg. He's apparently getting into the casino business and he brought a priest this weekend to bless his latest venture, Ocean Resort Casino, opening June 28th. In Atlantic City, New Jersey, the actor who goes to church regularly is an investor in the casino hotel that opened in 2012 as the Ravel before it went bankrupt. The resort, blah, blah, blah. Somebody else owns it. Ed, is anybody going to Atlantic City? Should anybody going to Atlantic City bring a priest not to bless their business venture, but instead to administer the last rites. <laughs> it is, I, it is mostly there. There are a couple cool things about that place. I heard it's terrifying. My, my mom grew up there. No, but like you can find a good sandwich place and stuff, but for the basic, like the casino, I think they like, they brought in casinos saying like, yeah, this is going to like turn this community around. And it just, like made it worse like ac it's like unless you're in the in the inside of like one of two places that are kind of nice it's it's rough atlantic city itself the towns around it are all right but no ac is is not the days of uh boardwalk empire like yeah. it's not glamorous and and mark Wahlberg, he re he's really into that catholicism like he is into it he's bringing the yeah, priest to bre- bless his business ventures like what is yeah, it he's really lame he's he's really an uncool guy yeah, i mean what, what century <laughs> he's, is he's it? an aggressively uncool guy yeah. <laughs> oh so uh, true um what else here i think he I'm... learned nothing in jail and i'm sure his shitty right right <laughs> I, and his his shitty brothers are probably involved in the business venture oh, too the worst donnie and 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 his wife, uh, Jenny McCarthy. Ugh. Oh, speak another charlatan from Oprah's days. Oh, yeah. we were talking about this earlier in the show. Like Oprah just promotes charlatans. Did, what did Oprah pump up Jenny McCarthy and her anti vaxxerism? Absolutely, oh, she gave up. her a huge profile. Oh, Oprah! Unbelievable! Don't break my heart. Speaking of high profile. Somebody is spiraling. Johnny Depp. Oh. 
he reportedly attacked a crew member on a film set after drinking all day. What is this guy, Gerard Depardieu, all of a sudden? And out of control, Johnny Depp attacked a location manager on the set of his upcoming film, Labyrinth. Are they remaking that? Multiple sources told Page Six. The is that sp- Bowie? Yeah. The spat even included Depp attempting to punch and bellowing at the veteran production pro. Well, this that Johnny Depp is so wispy. Like, if he tried to punch yeah. you, you just flick him away. Like, flick, get out of here. What are you, what, why are you trying to punch me? Get out of here. Um, I'll give you $100,000 to punch me right now before he was pulled off. Labyrinth stars. Oh, it's a different labyrinth. It's like, oh, it's capital. It's LA. LA Brinth. Stars. Stars Depp. Oh, it's about the Biggie Smalls murder. Stars Depp as the real LAPD detective Russell Poole who investigated the murder of Biggie Smalls. But an insider said trouble on the toxic set began when Depp took over directing a scene in which he cast two of his pals. Oh, he's got his Coke buddies there on set. <laughs> what is Johnny Depp doing on a Biggie Smalls movie? Right, as a cop and a homeless man. Johnny's friends were in the scene and it turned into way more than it should have been, said a source. A downtown L.A. street was closed off, but when the permit ran out, Depp wanted to keep the cameras rolling. Oh, he's a mess. The producers kept asking for the time to be extended. Finally, a location manager informed the film's director, Brad Furman, that the scene had to wrap. But but Brad interjected, tell that to Johnny Depp, the location manager. Oh, he deferred. You're supposed to be the boss. The location manager told Depp, this is the last shot, a source said, when an irate Depp who'd been smoking and drinking all day on set. That is just such a fucking boss move. Like, hey, I'm at work, but guess what? I'm going to fucking drink the whole time. A source said when an irate Depp, who'd been smoking and drinking all day, got in the staffer's face, he was six inches away yelling, who are you? You have no right. Um, <laughs> Johnny well, Depp. It's, oh. it's perfect. Oh, Johnny it's Depp joins us now. Excuse. You know, I, I was quite perturbed. Over the lack of respect I was given, I mean, it it was almost as if the crew didn't appreciate the fact that I was Tonto in the Lone Ranger movie with Army Hammer. Fantastic performance. And I did yeah. foil Christopher Walken in the movie Nick of Time, and nobody was respecting me. Is that the one where you're in a phone booth the entire time? I believe so. Yes. Or maybe that was when I was in a hockey arena and the time was counting down. Right. Oh, yeah, that could have been it. Yes. But, uh, you know... You don't just tell Rue from Chocolat what to do. <laughs> do you, do you, is part of your process um, drinking and doing cocaine and smoking all day? Is that, is, does that go along with your bangle bracelets and scarves? Is that how you are able to get into your character? For instance, will this LAPD detective, will he have a little Steven style headscarf on? Because that's, that's what you like to wear. That is a good point. I mean, I, I, I the, the crippling bangle bracelet eyeshadow and Merlot habit to support. And, uh, you know, I, I was listening to uh, Biggie Smalls and he said it was all a dream. And I used to read Word Up magazine. And then uh, I decided to drink all day and assault uh, members of the crew. That's sort of how I was inspired. 
And it, I noticed that you had two of your buddies on set play characters. They didn't happen to be any of your castmates from your star turn in the mid 1980s on the uh, on the Fox powerhouse cop show, 21 well, Jump Street. It's, it's funny you mention that because the two two gentlemen were uh, the man who played Harry Aoki and uh, the man who played Doug Penhall uh, as my, my two co-stars. Wow. And, uh, you know, I don't trust outsiders because, uh, as Dustin Hoffman once told me on the set of Finding Neverland, if you can't trust chicken of the sea to contain chicken, then you can't trust anyone. <laughs> fantastic <laughs> advice. Wow. Uh, okay. Well, thank you for that, Johnny Depp. Very much appreciate you joining us. Um, that's I it, guys. I believe he's still yeah. insufferable. It's, it's hard to believe. He's, well, he's getting I worse. Thought he, I thought he bottomed, bottomed out like um, a year ago. Yeah. He's, well, he apparently beat his ex, right? Well, uh, high yeah. and drunk. Yeah, so there was that, some video that of that. to support those claims. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got a wino forever tattoo after he had to cover up the Winona forever. Right. So he, <laughs> he's got he, a nice. reputation to live up to. He also may have slapped Kate Moss around back in the day. Yeah. Uh, he's he drinks thirty thousand dollars worth of red wine every month. That could be an issue. Yeah. What a budget. Yeah, it's crazy. It's That's crazy. why he's gotta make all those shitty pirate movies. It's crazy. <laughs> Um, Lisa Bizzle, we are so stoked to have you on the show. Thanks for coming on. Everyone loves to have you on. Is there, is there anything else you would like to add? Anything happening in your life? Any? Yeah. So I have, I have a fun story that you guys might enjoy. Yeah. I'd like Um, to do it. It was more on the topic of some earlier things, but I mean, why not just go full circle? Your musk? Penis, musk, all of the things. Yeah. Wild animals. Mm -hmm. So, um. So when I got really into bodybuilding, I decided to make just a side Instagram account just to keep track of myself. And that's where I post all my stupid selfies. Oh, I don't think I, I don't think, I don't think I follow that. No, no, no. Nobody knows about it. It's kind of a, a a side thing. Are you not going to share it? You're not going to share it with us here? I don't know. With our audience? I don't know. Okay. You don't have to. Don't feel pressured. Okay. No. I I like that. I like that. It's like off to, if they find it, then fine. Yeah. But otherwise, okay. like, right. this is just to set up the background of the story, not really a plug. Okay. So, um, so I have this account, and that's where I post sto- uh, pictures of myself because I don't. I'm not much of a selfie person. No. I had debilitating self confidence over the years, but now, now I'm starting to feel proud of my body and all this stuff. You're but anyway. You're very fit. You're very strong. I'm getting abs now. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna gonna get a six pack soon. You know, who doesn't have a six pack. Me. Who? Yeah, me either. Well, you got to work hard. You got to count every single calorie. Macros. Day for two years, and yeah. maybe maybe it will come. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, I get this message one day, and um, I'm not very familiar with uh, the shitting in the mouth community. What? But- whoa! 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 <laughs> yeah. Took a turn there. Just hold on. Yeah. Just re. Just I'm sorry. I missed that. I missed just what you said just before. Could you say that again? So I'm not overly familiar with the shitting in the mouth community. So you wanted not a community. I have a lot of exposure. So to. you wanted to come on the show. So Ed Daly could explain that community to you. Cause he's yeah. got more experience. I understand. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Well, so yeah, I need to Scatman. Yeah. 
So the first, the first, so I get random messages from dudes and stuff all the time. Like, can you lift me? LOL. Can I rest something on that booty? Oh, you look so good. I want to touch your biceps. Like all kinds of weird shit. Right. But I'm like, whatever it's dudes being dudes. Um, and I get this one, one day it's from a girl and she was telling me how attractive I was and asked me if I'd be interested in making money. Yeah. Then she goes on, and I, of course, I'm like, yes, I'm always interested in making money. And uh, she goes on to explain that she is currently employed um, as an independent contractor, if you will, to shit in a man's mouth. Shut up. Um, Stop it. There's no so such thing. Makes, That's not real. She makes shit videos. Uh, no, she so doesn't. She Fitting, no. and she sends those to him. She has a shit diary. Stop it. And Wait, well, what's the name of that? Uh, is that that's not Lemon Party? That's 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 the oh, old no, no, two girls. You're talking about two, two girls, girls, one, one cup. cup. Yeah, two girls, yeah. one cup. Yeah. Lemon Party was the old. This people. is just her, her and him. And she explains that. Um, so a couple times a month, she goes to him and shits in his mouth, and she makes wow. four thousand a month at no three thousand. She was yeah. making three thousand a month at this. How and many? How many? How much? How many times does she have to to evacuate in, in person? A few times. Like, uh, uh, okay, so that's like is a, it particular like what what she eats. So it's like twelve hundred bucks a, a movement. Because eventually I talked to him. Yeah. So what? she she's like the one coming to find a replacement. So she's explaining it. She got engaged, and her fiance wants her to leave this uh, business arrangement she has, and she's looking for a new person. And the guy works out a lot, and he chose me. As someone that he was interested in. Oh my god! Um, the, internet a, fitness. the internet's a fucking cesspool. Go on. It's amazing. <laughs> so yeah. obviously, I was like, "Yeah, put me in touch." This is fascinating. What? Like, I I couldn't stop asking questions. It was uh-huh. So fascinating. But she was getting kind of pushy and like being kind of weird about it. I'm like, listen, you just got to put me in touch with him. I can't make an agreement. Did you say you. somebody was getting weird about talking about somebody shitting in someone's mouth? Oh, because it, it I'm pretty sure better. weird it should be accepted at this point. Right? Like, I was being cool, and you think that they, like, all my questions wouldn't be bizarre. But anyways, we we get to the point where, like, I stopped talking to her. I'm like, listen, I don't want to make this deal with you. Um, I wasn't sure I was ever going to make a deal, but I was definitely entertaining it in an honest way. Because it's fascinating to me. So anyways, eventually the guy reaches out. And both of them had private profiles and like, he starts talking to me and he's asking me if I'd be interested. And I'm like, well, tell me more about it. So here's what happens. So he's a wealthy individual and he chooses, um, women that he likes and he likes fit women to, um, log their poop for him daily. Oh my god. Oh my god. No, Lisa. Poop videos as often as they can. Lisa. Lisa. And and what you do, you show up and you just you shit you shit in his mouth. No. 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 Touch anything. You don't have to make out. There's no kissing. There's no No. snuggling to go in. But there is shitting. And you don't have to clean up. And that's the deal. And I was like, all right, so what do you like about that? And he described how he loves the taste oh. and the sensation oh. of oh, And no. I, I mean, I just found it fascinating. So anyways, I was I was at a point where I'm like, okay, I I could I could probably shit. I could probably shit on camera. I could probably set up my phone 
behind behind my ass on the toilet, film that and send that to this man for some money. Like that felt like something I could really do. And I no problem, you know? Yeah. And he seemed nice what? enough and so we start he's he's like asking me about, you know, if I'd be willing to do this, 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 and I'm like, Yeah, man, I will shit in your mouth and I asked him about the diet. Like I was like, Do you want me to eat certain foods because oh I'm God. willing? What? And he's oh like, my no. God. Oh my God. Like, no. I wanted to just be the natural set. I like what it makes me gag. Oh my and I'm God. like, oh, okay, all right. So I don't even need to modify the diet. Oh my God. So uh we get to the point where I'm like, okay, I think I think I'm ready to at least give this a go. And I I offered to send a video, but my rate, I I offered to do it for a thousand dollars. Yeah. And he comes back with, well, obviously you don't know the market. (laughs) 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 You're overcharging. He's trying to lowball you. (laughs) And, And I'm like, what? I'm like, how can I be overcharging? This is, my very first pooping video that I'm sending to an internet stranger. Like, I feel like, and I like, I feel like my education and the amount of time I put in my body should all be factored in here yeah. to my poop value. And I feel like a thousand dollars for a poop video for me seemed pretty reasonable given the circumstances. Uh, so I was upset that he was upset. Uh, well, what did you, but this is a negotiation. It was a negotiation, um, but he didn't come back. He kind of like, he kind of mocked me in a way saying I didn't know the market. He's like, you really need to do some research. <laughs> so he, sh- he basically shit all over your uh, shitting on him all over him offer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And negotiations just went down the drain after that. Cause I was sticking to my price. I'm like, I'm not going to go lower than a thousand dollars for this. Um, because I just felt like that was a good value for what I was offering. And I said, we could negotiate further down the road, but it went, you know, he just came back with, you need, you need to look at the market. And I'm like, all right, you ruined your chance, buddy. That was my, my dialogue in my head. And I'm like, I was thinking like, sure enough, he's going to come back. He's going to come back. Cause he's going to look around and realize that no one else is willing to poop this readily no he found somebody to do it for for 200 bucks well he's gonna get 200 poop but he wants a thousand dollar poop but he came back you want highbrow poop you gotta pay for it. oh he did he did come back he came back but at that point i was over it that like i was so excited and i and it sounded like something that was a fun adventure i'd probably blog about it or something but then i kind of got over it you know like when you no you know Oh, well, I'm I can say I don't know if I would ever get over that conversation. I'm so glad you didn't do that. I'll be honest. But now, had you worked out the logistics? Would you? I can't believe I'm even asking this. How would you? Um, how would you capture? Like, would you set your phone up on like a tripod yeah. or? So I about this, and oh. I think the best way would be I would just put. I think it you again. blacked out during this time, Brian. Oh, yeah, I just put it back of the toilet and just and oh, just go at it hover, like it would be a, it would be a good quad workout oh, a little and uh just go for it god damn it yeah. Oh. Now, yeah. are you embarrassed that you didn't know the market well enough you know oh. i think that I, I don't think that he's privy to really call the shots on the market because has he done his research like how many poop in your mouth friends does he have and who are they approaching? 
Because I'm not just some regular 20-year-old. I am a professional, grown-ass woman. I have you a have experience. Yeah. If you, you're, I, I want to paid more than I get paid for, like, giving therapy. You know? But, I, I want to make at least, like, quadruple my my regular rate for giving therapy for pooping in a mouth. It's it's But it's kind of like... um. It's kind of like when they quiz a politician and they're like, all right, so, you know, you're so in touch with the American people. How much does a, how much does a gallon of milk go for? And the politicians, he's never been in a grocery store. So he's like $87. I don't know, like, right. or 12 cents. Um, yeah. it's similar. You, you were, <laughs> you were put on the spot about how much your excrement what the value you try of to fake it in the world of excrement. Yeah. And you're like thousand dollars, like $10. Like I have, I honestly have no clue, but I felt good about it. Have you, have you considered selling your used underwear to Japanese businessmen? So I actually have a bag of underwear oh downstairs oh because I was going <laughs> to, oh I was going to do that uh, a couple years back. Yeah. Um, well, the musk I, is gone I, after a couple years. No, 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 no. It ferments. So you take the dirty underwear and you, you put them in baggies and you just let it get real nasty. Um, oh so I have a bag of it that I was just going to let ferment and I was going to sell. My, a friend that was going through a divorce, her and I were going to do it together. But then I got in a relationship. and That's a um, tough thing to, to hide from. Did you, you, was you, I, I talked to him about it. I was going to say. And yeah, what, but what it was, was like it, I could tell that he wasn't like super pumped because you got to talk to the guys when you sell the underwear. Oh. Like the poop and the poop video thing is no problem, but when you sell the underwear, you got to like engage. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if I want to be at that either. Wait, but like, we don't want to bring that energy in. But you were you were ramping up to the mouth shitting. Like yeah. were, oh, I, the mouth shitting is different than the underwear. Like I don't, I wouldn't have to flirt with this guy. All this guy wanted was business. He just wanted shit. That's he didn't want to flirt. Nothing. That seems a little more intimate than the mouth shitting. And nah, forgive me. It's the emotional relationship is the problem. Like when the, the underwear guys want to talk to you and, and feel like you have something going on. Like the mouth I, shit guys just want to be shit. They want shit in their mouths. They want to uh, choke on your shit. Oh my God. I can't imagine flirting would be a comfortable thing when you're ready to shit. How did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, we took a real dark turn. I'm just, <laughs> I just, I just, I don't, I can't believe I'm in this conversation. I can't believe this world exists. If yeah. any of your viewers know the rates, could they just like write in or something? Like, let us know. Yeah. I'm curious now. Yeah. Those of you that pay for um, shit videos out there in the audience. Could you oh, please? We have we have people who are up to some weird shit. Could you please like the Declaration of Independence? Can you please email your um your the shit a, a table of the prices for sh- shitting to get our, shit videos a full on that was some plug. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lisa, I'm, I'm looking at your fitness page here i've discovered it and oh my goodness you are dude what's your what's your bench press max my bench press max of all things i don't even know i've never tested it like i could probably do like if i was having a real good day maybe 175 but like that's my worst list what about your overhead press you got some big shoulders uh 
Overhead press. See, I've been doing. I've been do. I haven't pushed weights in a long time, but what? like I comfortably do. Uh, 45, 45, 45, 45, 85. Like I'll do reps with 85. Yeah. You, well, you're five. So, so you do, you do high rep work then. Yeah. Right now. So I had a, a back injury. It was so a year ago. I hurt my back deadlifting uh-huh. and uh, I kind of chilled out on the heavy weights then. So I'm trying to build up a good front squat. Yeah. And uh, my deadlift, I just started, I just did uh three fifteen again for the first time in like oh, a year. You fucking bitch. Oh, I can, I can do more than that. I can do probably, I'd say now I could do 420. No problem. No strict, yeah, dead, strict beast. deadlift. Oh, conventional. Yeah. I'm fucking beast with deadlifts. I'm just built me. for it. Yeah. I'm, Sorry, I'm man. Like, I'm like, the first time I ever deadlifted, I did 225. I didn't know what like a high weight was. So I just kept putting stuff on. Oh my God. Well, yeah. Sorry, man. We resolved it a little bit after what we went through with you today. Uh, um well that's a fantastic story keep us updated keep us updated on that whole thing like that that goes to the next level and well hold on what is your i'm interested to know this hold on i want to go another direction now um, because you're a psychologist you have studied the brain you know why people do the things they do is it that something imprinted and that's what they say a guy that's, that's got to be trauma right a guy who's like a guy who's like really into um pantyhose or something it's something imprints on you when you're very little and then it just becomes your thing so at some point this guy something happened where he sexualized sh- excrement and now he needs that to get off is that the way it works so like i fetishes weren't my area because i work primarily with children right um and then i work in pharmaceuticals so i don't know a ton about them but like vaguely i do remember like yeah sometimes you associate like when you're starting masturbating you might end up accidentally associating things that are non-sexual with your sexual acts and sometimes it's random things like Brains, brains have a lot of mystery, you know. Yeah, and we don't sexual behavior is also aligned with a lot of mystery. So we we understand some of this stuff, but I don't think there's a clear pathway for everyone. No, we're all fucked up. Humans are freaks. Like I think if if we were, you know, given more sexual freedom, there would be a lot more freaky stuff going on. We're just all kind of oppressed, right? Especially DJ Khaled. Especially because he won't, he won't even put his face near the the best part of a woman's body. Uh, oh God! Okay, See, that's more gross to me than shit in someone's mouth. Him, the imagining him going down on me, right. is more disgusting, right? Than shit in a guy's mouth for money, right? What's your, all he does is win. What's your price to let Better DJ? Up. What's your price to let DJ Khaled get in there to do some work? Okay, so I'd be scarred for life sexually. Yeah. Um, He'd really, I like, need five hundred thousand. You'd have to grip. Whoa. You'd have to grip his head and push in. You'd have to get the legs uh, around his head and really work it. And do that. Yeah. I have to get into it. Million okay, dollars. I need a million. Million dollars. A full yeah, on. If I have to lay there lifeless, I can do it for five hundred. I might be able to negotiate seven fifty if I don't have to like push his head in. Unbelievable. Full on indecent proposal. Well, that's the price. DJ Khaled. 
The ball's in your court. Yeah. This is a negotiation. <laughs> Uh, okay, guys. Excellent job all the way around. Lisa, you are a treasure. We're so stoked to have you on. We will definitely have you on. So we will not be a year until the next time mm, you come on. That is for sure. And especially if anything develops on the um, mouth shitting front. I'm always getting new people coming in. So who knows what I'll get next? It's, it, well, you have a lot of followers. Yeah, it's it's been growing. I mean, it's easy. All you got to do is post. Like I have two pictures where I show my ass and I spit. And uh, that's all you need. Right. Just show your ass every three months and you'll get an influx of 500 Really? Is that, <laughs> that doesn't happen for me. Yeah. <laughs> I show I'm my ass. I'm at like 100. Yeah, I have like <laughs> 700 or something. Uh, okay. Ed Daly. I post there a lot though. Whatever. <laughs> You're, I mean, you got some guns. Like I don't, I can't develop any upper body definition. So I'm super jealous of you. Uh, okay. Ed Daly. You, I'm glad you were here with me to go through that. Yeah. What just happened? It's, it's been a traumatic experience. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to have to re-listen to all that because I think you're right. I think I did. Not before bed. I think I did go to a, I, I went somewhere else for a while during that because I just, I just, I just didn't know what was going on. It was too much. Re-listen uh, and absorb it. <laughs> All the words, just so many words. Uh, okay, guys, excellent job. Thank you very much for special guest Lisa Bizzle, for Ed Daly. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 219 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Please share this with your friends. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you.